0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the glock 9 show obviously we're doing a podcast on the new harry potter game hogwarts legacy um you know there's been a lot of controversy surrounding it there's been a lot of uh articles i'm going to read to you guys you know surrounding it you know a lot of people haven't actually haven't heard of the controversy with jk rowling's um you know the creator of harry potter and what she said in the past and why people are calling to boycott the game, which is just a new thing. Everyone boycott this, boycott that. We'll get into it. Now, personally, I didn't really know a lot about uh, this Hogwarts Legacy game until about maybe like a month ago. I I heard a while ago they were making some kind of Harry Potter open world game. Didn't think anything of it. And then I saw the trailer for it. I was like, yo, that could actually be pretty cool. I, I won't call myself a super fan of Harry Potter. I... I Growing up, I read the books. Uh, I watched... I've seen the movies multiple times. I think Harry Potter is one of the greatest uh, series made now. There are a lot of conspiracy theories out there. It's basically... It's literally Star Wars just with wands and magic rather than lightsabers. You know, uh, Look into that for yourself. I'm not going to get into that. Just look into it yourself. The stories are kind of similar. But I watched Harry Potter a lot growing up. I've always been a fan of it. I've always been entertained by it. You know, and you know even the books... So the thought of having an open world uh, game like, like that where you can create your own character, become a wizard, go to Hogwarts and fight you know, ghouls, goblins, all that crap, you know, abracadabra, it, uh, sounds amazing to me. So I want to start off with talking about the game before we get into any controversy first. So on their website, HogwartsLegacy.com, you can easily go over to uh, the frequently asked questions part that everyone, everyone wants to know. Uh, It's available February 10th, 2023. I will be playing it. I will be getting it. I will be playing it. I don't give a crap about all this controversy. We'll get into that later. Uh, But the very first question is, what kind of game is Hogwarts Legacy? Hogwarts Legacy is an immersive, open-world, action role-playing game set in the 1800s wizarding world, which puts players at the center of their own adventure. So in the easiest terms... It's going to end up being somewhat like a regular RPG, New World, World of Warcraft. You're going to end up cre- creating your character. I don't know if they have a leveling system, but like you're going to be basically leveling up your character, getting, learning more spells, learning all this different stuff. It's open world. You have the freedom to do a bunch of different stuff. Just You can just walk around Hogwarts if you want, which is awesome. Um, second question is, who is publishing Hogwarts Legacy? Warner Brothers Games is publishing it. Uh, under the port key games label, the game is being developed by Avalanche Software. Uh, What platforms? Everyone thought this was going to be just a PC-only game. It's actually going to be available on PS5, PS4, Xbox uh, Series X and S, Xbox One consoles, Nintendo Switch, and PC. So whatever you choose to game on, it will be on there. But, but, it will only be releasing on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC on February 10th. If you're on PS4 and Xbox One, you gotta wait till April 4th, 2023, and for a Nintendo Switch, you gotta wait all the way till July 25th, 2023. So, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta end up waiting a little bit longer if you're not on the the, the next gen consoles. So, there is, you know, the other questions are: Is there 72 hour release? Yes, there is. If you, if you pre order it, whatever. Don't I, I don't really care about all that. Um, How does Hogwarts Legacy fit into the Harry Potter Wizarding World? It says, while portkey games are not direct adaptations of the books and films, the games are firmly rooted in the magical universe and Wizarding World. While remaining true to J.K. Rowling's original vision, portkey game developers chart new territory by creating fresh ways for fans to immerse themselves in the Wizarding World. Now, he even addresses this on, on their site. It says, what is J.K. Rowling's involvement with the game? Is this a new story of J.K. Rowling? It says, J.K. Rowling is not involved in the creation of the game, but as creator of the Wizarding World and one of the world's greatest storytellers, her extraordinary body of writing is the foundation of all projects in the Wizarding World. This is not a new story from J.K. Rowling. However, they have collaborated closely with her team on all aspects of the game to ensure it remains in line with the magical experiences fans expect. Uh, Is it an original story? Hogwarts Legacy is is open-world, single-player, action role-playing video game. Set in the 1800s, the story has players experiencing life as a student at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and wi- Wizardry like never before. As they live the unwritten and embark on a dangerous journey to uncover the, the truth of the wizarding world. Uh, players will experience life as a student at Hogwarts. As uh, You just wrote that. They will grow their magical abilities by mastering spells, brewing potions, taming magical beasts, and more. Um can players choose their Hogwarts house? Players can choose their Hogwarts house, which I me personally I I get it, you know, people want to be Gryffindor or Slytherin or Hufflepuff whatever. Uh but I mean, I it would be more true if you showed up and you had the hat decide for you, you know, but you know, I get it. Everyone's going to be Gryffindor, you know, I'm going to be Gryffindor. Pfft, come on, man. <laughs> Uh, Can players customize their characters? Players can create their witch or wizard. Uh, They want to be in Hogwarts Legacy. They can customize their character at the onset of their adventure. As they progress, they'll also be able to develop their own special combat style. Ooh. Uh, Will players establish friendships in Hogwarts Legacy? It says some students at Hogwarts will become friends. As players grow these relationships, these schoolmates will become companions who can accompany players on their journey, expand their abilities, and open up as players learn their stories. Um, now I know a big question everyone's been asking is, um, is Quidditch available to play? (laughs) Is Quidditch available to play in Hogwarts Legacy? Unfortunately, it is not playable in Hogwarts Legacy. However, broom flight for traversal and broom race challenges are part of the game. Players can also fly brooms to explore new and familiar locations surrounding Hogwarts Castle. Uh, now, that's not to say... Uh, yeah. It's not to say that they won't add it later on. Personally, but uh, can players ride magical beasts? Yes, players can tame mount and ride some magical beasts in Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, what kind of classes will players uh players attend? Players will attend classes such as charms, defense against the dark arts, herbology, and potions, where they will meet their professors, learning to cast spells, grow magical plants, brew potions, and more. How do players level up in Hogwarts Legacy? In addition to classes and spells, players will have access to a deep set of upgrades, talents, and skills to aid their progression as a Witcher wizard. They can complete challenges through the, the world to earn experience and level up their abilities. Magical gear can also be upgraded and specialized to increase offensive and defensive capabilities in a chosen play style. Uh, can players mix and match? Yes, mix and matching dozens of spells and will let players define their own personal combat skills. What is the room requirement? The room requirement is an important secret of Hogwarts that helps players customize and grow their abilities. We'll have more details on it a later time. Uh, are there any microtransactions in Hogwarts Legacy? There are no microtransactions, so there is no pay-to-win at the moment. Um, there is no pay-to-win at the moment, is what it says. Uh, is there a online or co-op gameplay? Hogwarts is a single-player experience. Does it does not have a online or co-op gameplay. So... I mean I would like to see them come out with some kind of Some kind of um, You know I don't want to say PvP But like you know some kind of Online experience where you can play with your Friends and maybe you know Conquer some beasts or something like that with your Friends but you know what It's been a while since you had a really good single player Game so I'm hoping that this one may May change that But that you know Let's get into everything that you guys are here to listen to. Everyone loves beef. Everyone loves drama. Let's get into some of this drama that the great JK Rowling started. Uh, There's an article from Glamour. So I'm going to pull from a very biased, um, very biased news site here. Were they really a news site? I wouldn't really call them news, but. Uh, it's a complete breakdown of J.K. Rowling's transgender comments controversy. This article says, Harry Potter series author J.K. Rowling came under fire in early twenty twenty June 2020 for controversial tweets she posted about the transgender community. Her stance has caused fans and stars of the Wizarding World, like Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, and Eddie Redmayne to speak out against the author. Here's everything you need to know. On June 6, 2020, Rowling retweeted an op-ed piece that discussed people who menstruate. Apparently taking an issue with the fact of the story that did not use the word women. People who menstruate, I'm sure they uh, she, she. This is her tweet right here. People who menstruate, in quotes. I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out here. Wumben, Wimpand? Wumud. And, yeah, and then... So it says, the initial tweet garnered a lot of backlash, but the Harry Potter author did not relent and wrote about her views in more detail. Uh, in the series of tweets, I'm going to read these. These are tweets from J.K. Rowling. It says, if sex isn't real, there's no same-sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to mean- meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. The idea that women like me, who've been empathetic to trans for decades, feeling kinship because they are vulnerable in the same way as women, i.e. to male violence, hate trans people because they think sex is real or they think sex is real and has lived consequences is a nonsense i respect every trans person's right to to live any way that they feel authentic and comfortable to them i'd march with you if you were discriminated against on the basis of being trans at the same time my life has been shaped by being female i do not believe it's hateful to say so then on June 10th, 2020, uh, Rowling published a lengthy post on her website and sent out a tweet that read Turf Wars, T-E-R-F, is an acronym that stands for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminist. She wrote, quote, this isn't an easy piece to write for reasons that will shortly become clear, but I know it's time to explain myself on an issue surrounded by toxicity. I write this without any desire to add that to, to that toxicity. For people who don't know, last December, I tweeted in support of Maya Forstar, Forstater, a tax specialist who lost her job uh, for what were deemed transphobic tweets. She took her case to to an employment tr- tribunal, asking the judge to rule on whether a philosophical belief that sex is determined by biology is protected in law. Judge Taylor ruled that it wasn't. Rowling explains that she, she became interested in the trans issue while researching a character she's writing. Rowling has also outlined five reasons for being worried about the new trans activism. So the fan backlash, Rowling, Rowling's initial tweets uh, and her subsequent doubling down have drawn a lot of ear, ire, whatever from trans activists and Harry Potter fans, many of whom had found comfort in the story of an outsider finding a place where he belonged. Uh, Andrew James Carter says, says JK, JK Rowling has blocked any reply to this litany of half-truths and transphobic dog whistles, I thought I'd catalog them properly here. So he posted a whole thread about people's opinions on trans and all this other different stuff. Uh, Someone else wrote, there's there's just no evidence that me being me is causing problems for any other women I've met. If there are ever any problems between women and trans women, they should be dealt with sensitively and sensibly on a case-by-case basis. Please for the love of God leave us alone. Um Let me respond back to that one real fast. Uh number one, when you have trans people going into women's sports and absolutely obliterating records, like you know, people don't understand uh the swimmer. Number one, you have broader shoulders as a man, bigger hands that help you swim as a man. Uh going from like rank two hundred and something to rank one in women's and then you have male bodybuilders who decide to call themselves trans. And in the first day, weightlifting as a woman, obliterate records that women have absolutely worked their entire lives to, to make in one day is uh, obviously causing a problem. Uh, but then for the love of God, uh, I'm sorry, my personal personal belief here, personal belief here. Um, I believe God made every single human being in his image and what he perceives to be perfect. Uh, you saying that You saying that You think that you're supposed to be a man or a woman uh, Means that you think God Made a mistake and God doesn't make mistakes so um, For the love of God please stop using God As a um, argument Or you know Just stop Stop it Moving forward Do not read J.K. Rowling's Transphobia manifesto I already did it For you every line is is misinformation, fear-mongering, misgendering, othering, ignorance, far-right language, and dog whistles, and pure hate. It's not just ugly, this is hate. Don't ingest this BS. I beg of you. Shut up. Um. The celebrity and industry response. Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself, was the first star from the franchise to release a statement. Hero, I realize that certain press outlets would probably want to paint this as an infighting between J.K. Rowling and myself, he said, but that is really not what this is about nor is it what's important right now while joe is unquestionably reasonable for the course uh for the course my life has taken as someone who has been honored to work with and continues to contribute to the Trevor project for the last decade and just as a human being i feel compelled to say something at this moment transgender women are women <laughs> Uh, Any statement to that contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against all advice given by professional health care associations who have far more expertise on the subject matter than either Joe or I. According to the Trevor Project, 78% of transgender and non-binary youth reported being the subject of discrimination due to their gender identity. It's clear that we need to do more to support transgender and non-binary people, not invalidate their identities and not cause further harm. If you were you were you were there in the beginning, uh, Radcliffe, right, but you kind of lost me there at the end because the professional healthcare associations do not actually truly agree. Because I'm sorry, uh, for years and years and years and years, you know, we were taught that we have XX chromosomes or XY chromosomes. Uh, you're either male or female, and then now you're being told something completely different than anyone listening to this podcast. If you're if you're over the age, I'm going to say probably like 21, 25, somewhere in that range. Maybe anything below 21, 25, you probably are believing all, all this stuff. But anyone that went to school, grow, you know, 90s, 2000s, you know, early 2000s, early 2000s, 90s, 80s, anywhere before there, you were taught there's two genders and now we're changing the whole entire thing. Uh, I, I've. I've stood, stood on this hill And I'll die on this hill um, If trans women were women You wouldn't have to call them trans You would just call them women um, You wouldn't have to sit there and tell everybody what your pronouns are uh, Everyone would just know you're a, you're, a, you're a female That's just the way That it would go Now here's the thing real fast before I finish this article um, You want to be trans You go and do that That's fine I have no problem I have no problem with someone Doing what they want to do Right But when you're trying to I've said this I don't know how many freaking times On this podcast When you're trying to force it On everybody else To accept something they don't believe That is the same thing As me going to church Believing in Jesus Christ And shoving it down your throat And on top of that me trying to shove it down your child's throat And make him make him believe something That you as the parent Don't believe You want to live that way go right ahead But don't force me To try and change my beliefs And what I see as fact And what I've been taught my entire life And what still to this day people don't want to talk about Biologists and scientists Saying You are still male Or female because you, you know for men who transition, you can take estrogen all you want. You can grow grow boobies. That's fine. You still cannot lactate. You still cannot have children. You cannot menstruate. You know, I don't even know what why people are sharing this whole thing menstruating people. Only women can menstruate. You know, same. You know, and you still you still have testosterone. You can still take estrogen and have a lot of estrogen, but you still have testosterone. You still have you know the male characteristics. You know, and that's the way I see it. I, I I personally refuse and I've 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 lost, you know, two or three different people as followers over this whole thing. And that's you know. If you want to be called she and I know you're a dude, I won't do it. I, I just won't. I because I, I'm lying to myself to call you something that I know you're not. I will change my language up. I won't say she. I won't say he. You, you most likely your pronoun to me will be buddy. You know, my buddy over here. Oh, my buddy over there. Instead of saying, my, you know, her over there or he over there, it's buddy. But again, you, you know, you're asking me to lie to myself and believe something I don't believe. The same way if, if you're an atheist, if I was trying to force you to believe in God or the Bible or whatever, you wouldn't like that. You, you know, you you would hate you would hate that if I try to force that on you. Oh, it's it's hateful it's hateful to disagree with my points of view on religion. It's that's that's my way of life. That's what I believe, and you don't believe that. That's hateful towards me and my entire religious family. You know, it, it it's 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 ridiculous. So, uh, moving moving forward, moving forward, Emma Watson. Who played Hermione Granger Also spoke out in support of the trans community By saying trans people are who they say they are And deserve to live their lives Without being constantly questioned Or told they aren't who they say they are Uh, I want my trans followers to know That I and so many other people around the world See you, respect you, love you And for who you are So Now I think You know I'm going to keep going Grint, who portrayed Ron Weasley, issued a statement. I firmly stand with the trans community and echo the sentiments expressed by many of my peers. Trans women are women, trans men are men. You know, he's actually the first one that said trans men are men because no one really talks about trans men. Um, you know, and then you have Red who appeared in Rally's Fantastic Beast franchise and played a transgender woman in The Danish Girl, released a lengthy statement. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he basically said respect for transgender people remains a cultural Im- Im- imperative. And over the years, I have been trying to constantly educate myself. This is an ongoing process. As someone who has worked with, JK, with both J.K. Rowling and members of the trans community, I wanted to make it absolutely clear where I stand. I disagree with Joe's comments. Trans women are women, trans men are men, and non-binary identities are valid. I would never want to speak on behalf of the community, but I do know that my dear transgender friends and colleagues are tired of this constant questioning their identities, which all too often results in violence and abuse. They simply want to live their lives peacefully and inst- Time to let them do so. Um, so apparently, uh, Stephen King got involved, and he wrote a tweet saying "trans women are women," and it's you know him just jumping in there. Um, supposedly, in twenty twenty, uh, she she went on a ra- uh, J.K. Rowley went on a rant, and she wrote, "quote I've ignored fake tweets attributed to me and uh, and r Ted widely. I don't know who r Ted is." Uh, I've ignored porn tweeted at children on a thread about their art. I've ignored death and rape threats. I'm not going to ignore this one. Uh, When you lie about what I believe about mental health medication and when you misrepresent the views of a trans woman uh, for whom I feel nothing but admiration and solidarity, you cross the line. Um, Many health professionals are concerned that young people struggling with their mental health are being shunted towards hormones and surgery when this may not be in their best interest. Many myself included, believe we are watching a new kind of conversion therapy for young gay people who are being set on a lifelong path of medicalization that they may result in the loss of their fertility and or full sexual function. As I've said many times, transition may be the answer for some, for others it won't witness the accounts of trans- transit de The system sees surgery as the easy fix to girls who do not conform. She wants to get seemingly called as a, this is the article uh, called into question, the use of hormones The long-term health risk of cross-sex hormones have been now tracked over a lengthy period, Um, which is true. Um, You know, she keeps going on. I'm not going to read the entire things. So it says her books aren't helping, part one. Her book Troubled Blood sparked another round of outrage after early review began making rounds. The book reportedly follows a detective on the hunt of a cis male. (laughs) He fall. Uh, I'm gonna change this. Detective on the hunt for a male serial killer who dresses as a woman in order to hunt and murder. It says cis women, but women. Uh, it describes it. It ha, it, it describes it as a book whose moral seems to be never trust a man in a dress. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh, dude. Of course, people had thoughts. In fact, hashtag Rest in Peace J.K. Rowling was trending on Twitter. She's convinced she's a martyr, and this is is her suicide mission. First off, first off, J.K. Rowling is a freaking billionaire. For anyone that doesn't know this, and I just fact checked myself before I said that because I'm like, I believe she's a billionaire, and sure enough, you look up her you look up her her net worth. She is worth exactly $1 billion at 57 years old. So, sitting there saying she's, you know, career suicide, blah, blah, blah. This woman can live comfortably the rest of her life because she's always going to make money on Harry Potter. She's always going to make money on her books. You know, no matter what the internet says or Twitter says, you're not going to cancel Harry Potter. It's one of the most beloved series of all time. So, it don't matter what she goes on Twitter and says. So uh, Robbie Coltrane defended J.K. Rowling, the man who played Hagrid. Uh, can't you know? He said, quote, I don't think what she said was offensive. I don't know why, but there's a whole Twitter generation of people who hang around waiting to be offended. Uh, they wouldn't have won the war, would they? That's me talking like a grumpy old man, but you just think, oh, get over yourself. Wise up, stand up straight and carry on. By the way, rest rest in peace, Robbie Col- Coltrane. Um, so I'm not gonna. Uh, there's way too much in this one article to actually truly get into. So, number one, this is one of the one of the examples I always give where you can't disagree with anybody nowadays. Where she went on there as a female, she went on there as a female. And you know she disagreed because you're trying to label, just like the the whole new thing of it's not longer breastfeeding, it's chest feeding. You know, men can't breastfeed, and you can't chest feed. If you if you are a man trying to put your newborn child to your nipple, acting like you're feeding him, you're that's just weird. That is weird. I don't care. I'm gonna say it, I, and you know what? If you don't agree with me, I don't care. That's just weird I have four children I know I cannot breastfeed And I wouldn't try to Even if I was Saying I feel like I'm a woman You cannot breastfeed So they're calling it chest feeding Now you're calling a menstruating person Now you're calling it's, it's like you're, you're literally like sidelining Quote unquote cis women Like people who were actually born a woman And are a woman are being pushed to the side for people who want to claim that they feel like a woman and, and, and they are a woman. That's that's my biggest issue. That's that's honestly uh, one one of my biggest my biggest things I already talked about the, the weightlifting. Uh there's that male MMA fighter that decided he couldn't beat men, so he wanted to go beat up women in in, in the octagon. I don't want to say the octagon; it wasn't the UFC, but it was in cage fighting. And some of the women that he fought were basically forced to sign the contract. Or they could be fired from the promotion, uh. you know, and so they went in there and he broke, I think he broke at least one of their jaws uh. because men naturally have more strength than women. It's not inequality. It's just absolute fact. More time, you know, yes, there's very strong women out there. There's women that can beat the crap out of me. um. But statistically, men are usually stronger than women. And when you put them in a fight with a male who says he's a female, most you know has proper training. Most of the time, the man's going to win because he he is stronger and faster. And you know, our ancestry males were the fighters and the hunters. It's part of history and who we are. Now I'm going to move on to this other article that was just published. Uh, it's it's from uh, Game Rant. It says J.K. Rowling is forcing an impossible decision on Harry Potter fans with hard work's legacy. It says, there are quite a lot of Harry Potter f- games, but Hogwarts Legacy seems to be shaping up to be the one of the greatest yet. Hogwarts Castle is an immersive place where players or gamers play as fifth-year students with solid customization options, housing, detailed classes, spells, and much, much more. Though the game seems very appealing, J.K. Rowling has increasingly, increasingly associated herself with Hogwarts Legacy. This has made it hard for gamers to decide whether they should purchase the game in light of Rowling- Rowling's transphobic views. Ultimately, what each gamer decides to do is their decision, as it certainly is, uh, it is certainly not a black and white decision for those who raise who those raised on the IP. Though things have not been made easier by rallying, most most recent Twitter comments. Fortunately, fortunately, Hogwarts Legacy is not written by rallying, and the game goes to great lengths to be gender inclusive, which has been seen with the character creator. She no doubt benefits from it, even given her wealth, but it should also be noted that development of this game began in 2017. The earliest comments revealing... what I'm not going to get into that. I just read all that for you guys. For most of her career, Rowling has been an inspiration to many and a role model for asp- uh, aspiring female writers. The Harry Potter series, which turned her into a household name, has the themes of friendships, tolerance, and power of love at its center. In her personal life, Rowling has also shown herself to be a philanthropist Philanthropic? I don't effing know. I'm stupid. And she has donated to several charity organizations in medical research and multiple sclerosis, um, which her mother passed away from. She has also found uh, also founded Lumos, which is a charity organization designed designed to help children. In recent years, however, Rowling's once pristine legacy has taken a nosedive. What began as little clues that she may harbor trans exclusionary views has become a position that. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop here it's not it's not trans what'd you, what'd you, trans exclusionary views okay it's different when you live the way you want to live and then when you're trying to force it on other people that's that's the that's the biggest thing people are missing here it's not the fact that you want to live this way no one really cares that you're living that way. No one really cares that you're sitting here as a as a man wearing a dress and doing you know saying you're a woman. That's fine. It's when you try to force it on other people and you're trying to force it on children. That's the issue. Like with all these, I've talked about it before, the family friendly transgender whatever shows, right? Uh, you know, literally having trans men or whatever you want to, whatever the trans women. Um, dancing in basically thongs and and bras in front of children, putting money in their waist, like they're strippers. Yeah, you, every you, you everyone should take you know an issue with that. You know, and then trying to teach this stuff in schools and force it on the next generation. When in reality, whether you believe it or not, majority of people living in not just the the U.S. but in the world disagree with that lifestyle. So it's just becoming a big thing in the U S because we have so much freedom here that they think that you know, people think that it's okay. Um, you know, for example, as a parent, I have four children. I have an eight year old, six year old, four year old, and a one year old. I think I got that right. <laughs> um, and my favorite, I, mean, I just tweeted this the other day. It's funny to me that people who always have the most opinions on how to raise your children, never have children of their own. They don't know what it's like to raise children. They don't truly understand how they're like little sponges and they will they will literally latch on to anything an adult will usually tell them. So here you have trying to teach elementary age students who boys don't even know they're interested in girls yet and girls don't even know they're interested in interested in boys yet. You're trying to tell them that they can yo, know, you might actually be yo know, be a female, not a boy. Um, this is this is the what gay gay stuff is. You could you know, boys can like boys, girls can like girls. I'm a heterosexual male. My wife's a straight female. Um, you know, you're too young to be learning about that stuff and confusing you. You now instead of just doing regular you know sex education when back in my day, I've to, I told the story before. Back when I you know my first sex education class was in fifth grade, everyone had to go home with a with a permission slip. That your parents had to sign that it was okay for you To learn about sex ed What sex is uh, How babies? Where babies come from And you're actually going to watch a video of a baby being born Your parents had to sign yes or no If they signed yes you went to the class They signed no you went to a different class And did uh, worksheets While everyone else was in sex ed Granted you're going to find out about it From the other the other kids But your parents still decided They had control whether you went to the class Or not now, it's not the parent's choice. It's part of the curriculum that you have to learn it. Now, they're not just teaching you where babies come from. They're teaching you about transgender stuff. They're teaching you about, uh, you know, homosexual stuff. Uh, they're teaching you about all this stuff, at, 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 I think, younger than fifth grade. I, don't quote me on that part. But I, I believe in some states, they're teaching you sex ed earlier than fifth grade. And fifth grade, to me, was too early. I wasn't even interested in girls yet in fifth grade. I was like, ew, you know, <laughs> cuties. But you're teaching them about this at a very early age And you're going to confuse the crap out of them They're going to think that they're, they were Oh, because the teacher told me this Oh, you know, my buddy over here Who's another boy Is like my best friend I love being around him Maybe I'm gay for him I don't know That's what the, that's what the teacher might have said that I think that's what they said You know, you're going to confuse the crap out of him You know, and that's where the issue comes about Because number one, that is my child That is my child I am responsible for him, and, you know, I will, you know, the easiest way to put it is I will program him the way that I see fit. The, the the same views that I have, I will explain to him. If he chooses to go along with my views, awesome, cool. If he, as he gets older, chooses to have his own views at a different time when he's more mature, you do you. That's your, it's your life. But until you're 18 years old, you are my, you are my responsibility you are my problem When you turn 18 my, like my dad told me On my 18th birthday You are now the state's problem So any trouble that I got in before 18 My dad my dad was held responsible As soon as you turn 18 Not his problem no more So as you know I'm going to give you guys the old school way of, of parenting As long as you live Under my roof You live by my rules as long as you, as long as you are living in my household, you will you will obey my rules. Plain and simple. Now, again, obviously when you turn 13, 14, 15, you start thinking for yourself, you start learning different stuff. Things are going to change a little bit. Um, But I may disagree with some of the things that you, you believe I may disagree with some of the things, the path you decide to go, but. I'm not going to teach you this at a young age. I'm not going to allow a teacher that I don't know to teach you this stuff at a young age that's going to confuse you, plain and simple. So the biggest problem here has nothing to really do with people wanting to be trans or gay or whatever. It has to do with forcing it on other people. I give this example all the time. As a religious person, I grew up atheist. I'm not going to get into the whole story, but I grew up atheist for years and years and years. Um, When I was 18 years old, I started going to church. And then I, you know, obviously I told the story of this podcast before I, I became a Christian. And I read, I you know, for the last twelve years, no, oh, holy crud, uh, fourteen years. I read my Bible daily. Um, I pray every pray every day. And that's how I live my life. Now, how would you feel because I live my life that way? I think it should be forced on children to read the Bible. Now, obviously, if you're a Christian, you're going to believe, uh, agree with this probably. But you should have to read the Bible every single day in school. No, you're forcing your religion down kids' throats. Because I'm actually I'm actually one of the ones where I, I think number one, I think the rule that Bibles aren't allowed at school is ridiculous. But I do agree that teachers should not be teaching their religious views on children. You were there to teach math, history, science, all the regular all the regular subjects they learn in school. Religion is not part of the curriculum. You, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be teaching kids about your religion, whether you're Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, whatever you monk, whatever it is. Um, that's my my you know. I know a lot of people that disagree with me on that. A lot of people want Bibles in schools and all this other stuff. But I I disagree. That's not what schools for. That's what Sunday schools for. Um, but you would feel very upset and uh, and mad that m- the way I live my life and. My views are being forced on your child against their will. You don't have the right to tell the teacher or the school they can't teach Bible lessons in your kid's class because you're you're an atheist or agnostic or whatever you are. You would be upset. The same way I disagree with this, with people being you know saying they're a woman and force people to believe they're a woman. I don't want my child learning that stuff. But you're telling me, oh no, you're just transphobic and hateful and all this other stuff. No, I don't hate you. I disagree with it, but I don't hate you. Nothing there no there's no hate involved. But my children are my children and I will choose what they learn at what stage in their life. Getting a little off topic here, we're talking about Hogwarts legacy here. Uh, but you know, this was a subject I knew I I knew. This was going to come up when everyone started like even Kim was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy Hogwarts Legacy because I'm not gonna give J.K. Rowling any more of my money." Blah blah blah. blah. Oh wow, you're not gonna buy a sixty dollars game where she's probably gonna see maybe ten dollars per sale. Oh man, she's not getting that ten dollars. I'm sure that billion dollars that she has is gonna take a huge hit. It, that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of this boycotting crap is stupid. Like, y- no matter what. Hogwarts Legacy is going to sell Because people love that movie They love the books If you love video games And you love Harry Potter You're going to buy it regardless of what she says And she's going to make money regardless She still makes money on the Harry Potter films That came out years ago So you boycotting ain't going to hurt nobody So if, if you like the story of Harry Potter You want to play a video game With open world and you a know, role playing game Buy it If you don't want to buy it Whatever it, it, but boycotting ain't gonna work. Period. Um. Let's let's move on to this other article. It says J.K. Rowling responds to a trans YouTuber call calling for a boycott of a new Hogwarts video game. It didn't go well. So this is from BuzzFeed. So you can say, you can see why they say it didn't go well. Um, some trans dude named Jesse Gender, um, tweeted, "I will not begrudge anyone." Their love or past works or thing they already own that they take comfort in. I own the first nine movies and all seven books myself, but any support of something like Hogwarts Legacy is harmful. J.K. Rowling responded, "said deeply disappointed. Jesse Jenner doesn't realize peer think is in in incompatible. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't read incompatible with owning anything connected with me in any form." The truly righteous wouldn't just burn their books and movies, but the local library, anything with an owl on it and their own pet dogs. (laughs) So uh, it says, you know, uh, the onslaught happened quick. Earl told BuzzFeed News that their DMs were soon flooded with negative comments, some of which resurrected age old tropes that LGBTQ people sexually abuse children. So I want you all to know, this is what Jesse Gender said. I want you all to know I'm I'm having a happy week visiting family for Christmas, and I've received so much kindness and support, but I also want to use this moment to show the kind of treatment trans people get in the face of being the tr- target of attention from figures who spread hate. And obviously these pictures are one, One, um, you're mentally ill. Uh, it must be hard knowing that in reality the world doesn't revolve around you. Uh, you guys should still be stoned for trying to push your ideas on children. Jesus. Um so it says Rowling became a global celebrity for Harry Potter, but her I whatever. I'm not even article is just trash here the rest of the way. So you know, she's obviously defending the game and people, you know, I think from what I've seen, she doesn't need to defend her stance anymore. I think that the tweets that she made and the way she put it was already good. Uh, you know, basically saying, you know, She, she, I don't want to say she took offense, but, um, I don't want to say she took offense, but, you know, she, she took it as disrespect to write off women as menstruating people. That's how it all started. And then she easily wrote that she has love for the trans community and all this other stuff, but she felt like, she basically felt like women were being pushed out of the picture. You know, not, you know, basically quote unquote cis women, which I don't use. I'm just using as an example here. Um, you know, once again, it's one of those things. It's one of those things where just because you disagree with someone does not mean you hate that person. Period. You know, for I give the, I give this example all the time too. This is a, I'm getting kind of tired of reusing the same thing, but it, it's just not sticking in people's brains. If my brother, you know, I have one brother. Uh, if my brother became a drug addict. You know, I, and I'm not comparing drug addicts to trans people I'm just giving you an example if my brother became a drug addict I would still love my brother it's my brother I disagree with your lifestyle but you're still my brother and I love you I disagree with what you're doing shouldn't be doing it I still love you the same way I've talked about lo- love for all people before whether you agree with it or not whether you're gay trans you know what, whatever you choose to do with your life. I still love you as a human being. I see you as an image of God. I see, I see, I I see every single human being, no matter how different you may be, and you know, what views are different. You are still a human being. I may disagree with how you're living your life. I may disagree with your views. I may disagree with your interests. I may disagree with a lot of different things. You're still a human being. I'm still going to treat you with respect. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to attack you, but. That doesn't mean I hate you. Does not mean I hate you whatsoever. Doesn't mean I'm transphobic or homophobic. It it's just that's just a title you put on someone trying to force them to bow down and agree with you. That's exactly what it is. You know, for example, when we're on the topic of video games, I love Apex Legends. I haven't played it in a while cuz you know, just the new season kind of sucked, but everyone's talking about, "Oh, Bloodhound is actually a female like non-binary." Gibraltar's gay. The new character is trans. I don't give a living f, dude. I don't. I don't give a flying rat's patootie. Like I don't care what the lore is on each character. The game is fun. It, It is what it is. It's a video game. It's a virtual world. It's not real. Who gives a crap? And that became a huge thing. I don't care if the new character is a trans dude saying he's a girl, whatever. I don't care if the biggest Samoan dude Gibraltar's gay. I don't care if Bloodhound's a male or female. Who cares? It's a video game. It's not real. Oh, they're trying trying to, you know... Unless you watch, like, the lores on YouTube and all this other stuff, and it wasn't all over Twitter, I would have never known. I would have never even realized. You know, it became a big old thing that they wanted to be more inclusive and all this other stuff. It's like, dude, you guys are literally doing that just... I'm sorry. It's a business. It's virtue signal. I've talked about this before. The same thing with Gay Pride Month. The reason every company changes their logo to a rainbow flag is for us, for them to wave their flag, saying, "Hey, we support you. Now come buy our stuff because we support you." That's all it is. That's it's a business. That's what they're trying to do. That's, you know, just like Hogwarts. You know, okay, J.K. Rowling created Harry Potter. But we're gonna make it in the in the character creation, so that way trans people will buy our game, even though they're mad at J.K. Rowling. They can be non-binary. Hey, hey. you know, it, it's literally a selling point. It's 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 business, man. Business one-on-one. You just got a class right there. It, it, it. I don't know. People are so blind to so many things that are right in front of them. They they, they just like they're just so lost in in this world and what it's become. You know. People will believe any will believe anything, like, oh, you know, this company put a gay pride flag as as their logo. Like they really support us. Like, it has nothing to do with them trying to get more money during the month of Gay Pride Month. It, now on the topic of other video games, I think we talked about JK Rowling and Hogwarts Legacy enough. I will say uh, there's an article here from Kotaku.com. Xbox, Xbox executive praises devs for releasing games amid culture of cancellation. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer juxtaposed the joys of gaming with the current sense of despair in the world after accepting the Andrew Yoon Legend Award at the 12th Annual New York Game Awards on Tuesday night. This was obviously written uh, recently. Um, he also applauded creators who will still release their visions into the world in the current culture of criticism and cancellation—a loaded line at the time when debates are raging about the ethics of boycotting certain games like Hogwarts Legacy. "Quote: As world builders, our greatest responsibility is to inspire and invite joy." The veteran executive who spearheaded many of Microsoft's gaming acquisitions, from Minecraft to Bethesda—I don't know—spoke about what games meant to him growing up. Uh, about the increasing difficulty of tapping back into the modern day world. Quote, it feels like today seeking joy is an act of defiance, he said. Um he continued by saying, We all, all of us here today, all of our teams around the globe, we are all a part of a creating this echo effect of joy. Our creators who bravely and intentionally release their vision into the world particularly in the current culture of criticism and cancellation are players who bravely and intentionally carve out time for our games to invite rest and rejuvenate their lives and business leaders. We are called upon to have the courage to protect and nurture this collective joy. Uh, While the Microsoft gaming CEO has been an outspoken advocate for making Xbox a more diverse and inclusive force in the world of gaming, the line about our current culture of criticism and cancellation could be interpreted as an anti-woke dog whistle. And strikes an unusual note at a time when increasing numbers of developers and players expect game companies to be held accountable for their political views and in ethical shortcomings. Just last month, Microsoft was in promotion, made, promotion mode for Justin Roiland and Squanch Games' com- comedy shooter High on Life. The company even interviewed Roiland and later hailed the game as the biggest Game Pass launch of the year. Last week, however, it was revealed that the Rick and Morty co-creator was facing two felony deb- domestic abuse charges from 2020 and that Squatch Games had settled a sexual harassment lawsuit a year pri- prior to 2019. The quote culture of cancellation could just as easily apply to the debate currently unfolding among about, uh, some players about Hogwarts legacy. Despite JK Rowling, who is currently waging a crusade against trans women, having no involvement in the game, the auth- author still collects royalties off the license. and It is impossible to dis- disentangle from the larger Harry Potter brand. One of the game's voice actors, Sebastian Croft, recently apologized to anyone hurt by the announcement of his involvement in the game. The game's developers at Avalanche Software have also sought to to distance themselves from Rowling and included a transgender option in the character creator. The studio, studio also parted ways with one developer over his YouTube videos containing support for Gamergate and other controversial views. It's not clear if Spencer meant to take issue with people holding game creators guilty by association in some instances to imply that game creators are sometimes subject to unfair and bad faith criticisms or if he was referring how easily developers become targets for harassment by so-called fans and players. Microsoft also won't, won't be the only company to indirectly profit off Rawlings' work. With Hogwarts Legacy, the game will be available on all other platforms. So, all it did, the way I took his quote, literally, it was in this culture of criticism and cancellation. Literally, anything you do can get you canceled. Anything you do, you're going to get criticism for. I guarantee you, I doubt that anyone listened to this podcast long enough after I was giving my opinion on this whole trans topic. People want me canceled already. Guarantee it. I guarantee you people don't want me having a podcast even though I have a small platform. Guarantee you. People who have watched me on Twitch for years, or people who have listened to this podcast for a long time, when I started truly sharing my views of the world and politics, whatever, uh, they stopped listening. Think I should be taken off? Taken off? You know, whatever platform. Uh, there's a reason why my podcast now gets um, now gets COVID warnings, which I you know I I see that as a great win. It says You know, I get the COVID warnings if I talk about COVID in just a little part. I'm probably gonna get one on this one because I'm talking about it right now. Um, you know, I take that as a win. I didn't realize that my podcast had enough followers to even get on the radar, radar, or Spotify. You know, to get me to get me marked. Obviously, it's probably an AI generator. I'm out tooting my own horn. I'm just saying. Um, but in games, in video games, you know, you can you can do anything you want you you can you know you don't have to follow a certain line you can create trans people you can create straight people you can create political this political that guns whatever you want to do all he was saying was in a culture of criticism and cancellation he you know he praises the people the creators who bravely and intentionally release their visions into the world that's all he was saying it wasn't a right-wing or left-wing speech it was literally just saying that you know with how much criticism games get nowadays you know or any anything not even just games anything gets nowadays you're you're brave for doing so so uh again I don't think JK Rowling is a hateful person I don't think anything anything she did uh warrants to be called you know for her to be called hateful you know it's her opinion it it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me just because you're, you know, when her biggest her biggest gripe was about her being feeling pushed to the side as a as a, I hate using this term cis woman, as a woman woman as a real woman, um, and then she sits there and says, you know, I she sits there and says she loves trans people. She's donated to things in the past. It stop listening to what celebrities say. Like stop listening what famous people say. Again, Radcliffe, Emma Watson, you know all these actors from Harry Potter. They are the stars of Harry Potter. When you think of Harry Potter, you don't think of J. K. Rowling. And they want to continue making money off these movies for forever. The Radcliffe and Emma Watson number two, those one and two, those those actors, the actors and actresses from those movies are set for life. Because of JK Rowling, first off. But to virtue signal to their fan base, they had to come out and make a statement in support of everybody else, right? You don't know if that's actually what they believe or not. Just because you put that out there like a little, little release does not mean that you actually believe that stuff behind the scenes. How many times have you seen... Somebody that that you know we think is so great and kind, all of a sudden a video comes out they're a straight douchebag, and you know they're super rude. They're not as nice as you thought they were. How many times you know, obviously not everybody's experienced, but how many times have you been a fan of somebody? Uh, it could be a, uh, someone in sports or so, an actor or something, and you meet them in real life and they're absolutely just rude to you. You know, it's because they per, they put on this persona on social media and for cameras that aren't really who they are. Just, you know, and, and so that's why I take everything with a grain of salt when someone famous makes a comment like that. They're just trying to, you know, make themselves. I can't think of the right word to use right now. I'm sorry. They're just trying to make themselves seem like they agree with the, what they think is the majority of the way people think. Social media is different than what majority of the people in the world think. Not every single person on social media. Not every single, you know, we don't see, uh, you ever realize that we don't see a lot of stuff from other countries on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? You don't really see that many people t- from other countries and their opinions. You know, we normally see where we're at because we relate to more where we're at. You know, so obviously on Twitter, for the longest time, it was obviously one way. We talked about on Twitter files, the way the algorithm worked and everything. So obviously you're going to think that everyone thinks this way. We need to abide by it. Well, now you're learning that that's not exactly true. So I don't care. I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy, period. I don't care. Uh, Yeah, everyone had their opinion. You know, you have the right to your opinion. I have the right to my opinion about your opinion. Plain and simple. That's the way the world works. That's how it should work. Agree or disagree. Live your life. It's too. Life is too short to be worried about what someone thinks about your views. Live your life the way that you want to live your life, period. And that goes for trans people, too. You want to be trans? Go right ahead. Just don't. Don't force me to believe it too. Don't force other people to believe it. Don't be forcing on people's children, period. The same way me as a religious person will not force it on you or your children, period. That's the way it goes. Ain't nobody being hurt by it. You know the I think? And for, you know, I, I hate hearing, I, I continuously hate hearing this whole thing about, oh, trans people get so much hate and discriminated against. Uh, I'm a straight white male and I'm a Christian. I I get hated on all the time. For my political views, for my religious views, for just being white, I do something, I I do something or believe something. I'm a racist. I'm transphobic. I'm homophobic. I can't even have my. I'm not even allowed to have my own thoughts without criticism or discrimination against me for who I am. And you know it's true. It happens to everybody. But then again, we don't have a whole month. Yeah, you know, we don't have Christian month. We don't. We don't we don't have you know a whole month celebrating our religion we don't we don't get all these businesses putting a cross on their profile photo, picture for us yeah <laughs> uh so you know yes I do believe that there are there are people out there who get treated treated you know unfairly discriminated against for being trans gay um the same way it happens to everybody else just like there's still racism in this world and I'm sorry to tell you guys it ain't going nowhere unfortunately but that's that's the way uh, unfortunately that's how how the world has been for thousands and thousands of years Um, for whatever reason just like you know obviously we're we're humans we're not animals but even in the animal kingdom um, you've seen videos of because I'm not not even kidding about this there's videos of just because a lion or a monkey's fur is a different color the mother can reject them because they look different that happens all the time Uh, the same thing goes for trans people gay people you know people of all ethnicities and backgrounds some people just unfortunately have this mindset they don't they don't like them or they disagree with them or whatever but if you're not hurting anybody you have the right to your opinion you know you don't have to agree with all this trans trans, transgender stuff you don't have to agree with the way i what i do on every sunday you don't have to agree with people's religion but they have the right to do so I'm going in circles now because I have to make sure that I I embed that in people's brains when we have this conversation. So That's all I got for you guys today. Real quick, thank you guys so much for the love on this podcast lately. The easiest way to help this podcast grow is by sharing it with a friend. You can find us on all major platforms from Apple, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and many more. If you're on Spotify or Apple, I'd greatly appreciate it. If you guys leave a review on the podcast, it really helps. I'm not asking for five stars. Leave me a crappy review if you didn't like this episode. I don't care. Go right ahead. Until um, next time, guys. Stay safe. Stay blessed. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey.